Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Vibasta Podcast. I am your host, Sam Romero. The purpose of this podcast is to discuss subjects that help promote confidence, creativity, and connection. My intent behind the podcast is to help people better connect to the present moment, act on what is meaningful to them, while releasing the trauma of their past. It is only in the present moment, this eternal now, where we can create a new reality. Thank you. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hey, we are live. How you doing, son? Doing well. Doing well. <laughs> so this is this is a, not really our first, you know, podcast that we've actually spoken, you know, I guess uh, uh, publicized our conversations and yeah. stuff. So this is pretty cool. This is very cool. So yeah, sitting here in this wonderful office, you know, with these with these great mics, I'm I'm very excited to see how how it all pans out. Yeah. And so you had some ideas that you wanted to uh, you wanted to talk about this you know talk about right now so let's uh, I did what do you want to talk about um mostly wanted to come in here and test out this equipment see what it's like it feels very familiar already very familiar yeah 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 how's that podcasting is something I've been wanting to do for a while and I've given it a lot of conscious attention. Uh, I've seen this room before, and this is the first time I've ever spoke on this mic, hearing myself, like with this type of like professional equipment, but it feels familiar already. It feels like I've done this before. Like it feels like, it feels natural. Yeah? Yeah. That's good. Really How, nice. What do you think about your voice when you hear it all the time? How is that? Um, I've had to develop a relationship with my voice the past year and a half. Mm-hmm the very beginning I, I did not like the way that I sounded and there's still like some sense of judgment that I have like this little like still small voice in the back of my mind being like yeah you don't sound good however because I have recorded myself frequently um this past year like on my phone with like different videos uh, that I've made uh, like through like different social medias like TikTok Snapchat I have found it easier to be content with hearing my voice even though like some part of me still doesn't like it a little bit, uh, it's now become familiar territory and it's like, Oh yeah, that's my voice. Yeah. And so, so whether you like it or you don't, it's still your voice. You can't change it. Right. Exactly. I I, I did the same thing when, uh, you know, when we started doing this podcast room, you know, with, with, uh, Mark, who I work with, he, uh, I, I got on these headphones. I'm like, Holy crap, man. I sound, I sound weird, man, you know, and yeah, and he's he he was you know just assuring me like, look, it's everybody you know makes that makes that assumption of themselves as yes. soon as they hear their voice, but it's just who they are, yeah, so as soon as you get over like you did, you know it's just who I am, my voice is gonna be this way, I mean, can so you can imagine the people I mean like, gosh, we was even watching you know David Chappelle last night, right, yeah, a little bit on hissing what kind of a weird voice is that, you know? And yeah. He, you know, but he, it's just it's just him. He just embraces, like, I'm not going to change it. It's kind of like saying, oh, well, I really don't like my, you know, I don't really like my my my, my height. Okay, well, what are you going to do? Go cut off your ankles? You know, it's, it's yeah. just you. You know, and, and velving and being being acceptance of, of everything that you are, including your voice, then it makes it a lot easier, I you know, to actually do this and, and hear your voice because... Yeah, I heard a voice in my recording, and you know, I used to walk around with my phone, and I'd do that. And I'm like, man, I, I don't have any energy. There's there's something wrong with with yeah. something wrong with 
you know, this is completely different. Your voice is completely different sounding than when you want to put yourself in front of a camera, though. Have you noticed that your voice and your tonality, everything else changes as soon as you put a camera in front of you? Oh, definitely. Because it's like, I like to think of it as when you're filming yourself, it's like there's like a literally like a recording. There's another observer. Like it's not just you when you put that record button on, like it's capturing. It's like, it's like, it's literally becoming encoded into the, like the fabric of this reality, right? Like as soon as you leave, like that camera's that camera recording still there. And so like, I think that the act of like filming yourself, uh, kind of focuses some, I guess, energetic connection, right? I, I, I don't know how to explain it, but like when you record yourself, it feels like there's like something else present there, like another observer. And it is like, it is, it's like the phone is, is capturing you. Right. And then like, yeah, it's like an independent observer because you can go back and view that recording. It's really right. interesting. So, but, but do you realize why, like I, what I found out that, you know, cause I can talk on here, you know, it doesn't seem that bad or you, you have a conversation with someone and just your normal, you know, your normality of talking, whatever it might be, you know, whether you, you're always a soft talker, or, you know, you're a loud talker, or, you know, you, you, whatever you're going to do with your voice. But it seems that when I would push the record button, for whatever reason, it seemed like I had to be more of the, more of seriousness, you know, and everything else. So it made me, you know, when I, in, my, in my earlier recordings, it made me look like, man, this guy just, he has no depth. He's just, he's just like a robot, blah, 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 you know, and yeah. everything else. And so, um, and I guess it, that's what I was trying to mention is like, as soon as you record, then you have like pressure. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. when you're just naturally talking, you don't have that like sense of, feeling but like when you're recording it's like somebody's observing you like you're you're doing this for an audience <laughs> yeah. even though there's no one there all right even right. if you're just talking but, into but your you, phone in the very but you beginning. are recording for an audience though so you're not you're not doing a film and like so even you know like one thing that was like super hard you know for me like when when you know i was in afghanistan i was trying to record a video for you and your sister right and i just wanted to just be like hey guys here i am i'm okay everything's safe you know for, you know, at this time, everything's going well, you know, and, and I, I just wanted to, you know, reach out, tell you that I love you and I miss you a whole bunch, you know, and hoping that, you know, you're, you guys are taking care of mom. I was just going to try to do that. But holy hell, I was up, you know, I, I, I tried to record, tried to record and tried to record. And I got there and like, uh, hey, um, I, uh, and it's like, <laughs> it was so dumb. Because yeah. Here I am. Just, I just supposed to be talking to my kids. I'm talking to you and your sis. It's like. Hey guys, you know this is this is your dad. I'm, I'm okay. I love you. You know, and everything yeah. else. I'm very excited to see you again. But as soon as you push the record, it's like going, "Hey Sam, hey McKenna." Yeah, <laughs> and it sounded, <laughs> it sounded so weird. I was just like, "Yeah, wow, that's that's horrible." I'm gonna turn that off. <laughs> it's kind of interesting too, because like, if you were to just be talking to us on that device. And you could see us, right? Like it would be a little oh, yeah, bit yeah, different. Like, like, like the different video changing. duo, duo video now. It's like whatever. Hey, 100%. how's it going? Man, I like the hair. Because you can, hey, you can like tailor your idea to a known territory. Like yeah. I'm talking to my kids. Like I've, 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 I've been in this territory before. It's familiar, right? And then like when you're, when you're talking to something that's not giving you any feedback. That's what I was going to It's completely just, unknown. That's what I was going to say. Is, is it because there's no interaction? Yeah. Is that why you actually, you, you, your voice changes, your demeanor changes, everything else, because there is no interaction. And I think that's like and the perfect time where it's like, there is no interaction, but it's a direct reflection of your self-worth. Like when you talk, when you're first recording something, 
if you've never, if you don't feel comfortable recording yourself and you just yeah. start to do it, you're now in unknown territory. You've yeah. never done this Super before. Real. And so your initial reaction, you're like, you just said when you were in the podcast, you're like, oh man, my voice sounds terrible. Like, what is this? And Mark mentioned everyone goes through this. And it's because it's exactly that. Like, it's your first, it's your first interaction with you hearing yourself. Yeah, but and now that becomes known territory. And the more you hear yourself, the less, the more known it becomes. Right. And so the less overstimulating it is. Well, that's in, that's in anything that you do in life. If you're, if you're on a new adventure for doing anything, it's going to feel uncomfortable. I mean, whether it be a new job, a new relationship, a new, whatever you're trying to do, you know I mean? So like, just think of all the things that you, you know, you've accomplished in the last you know, year and a half from where you were to where you are now. Every time you stepped out of that comfort zone, it was like, okay, what's going to happen? But I think if we become more familiar with being uncomfortable, the, the faster that people will grow because it's like, it's okay to be uncomfortable. It's just a feeling. It's just emotions. It's not... It's not like you're stepping out and like going, you know, if you were, if you're like single like you, you know, and you're out on the dating game or something like that, you're going, oh my gosh, if I ask this girl or whatever, you know, to, you know, if I ask this girl on a date and, and, and she says, no, I'm not going to, you know, my head's not going to explode and, you know, gray matter drip out of my ears. It's just going to be like, it's just a noise. It's just, you know, air going over vocal cords. It means nothing, you know? Yeah. And so that's the kind of the same way. It's like, if you're going into sales, you're going into everything else. Hey man, I got to start making phone calls. I got to start calling people and talking to people. And you're gonna screw up. Hell yeah, you're gonna screw up. It's okay though, because it's just, you know, it's just a phone call. It's just, it's not like you're bad. You're not physically or you're not intentionally hurting or maiming anybody. You're just flexing a new skill. And so it's like, like you say, it's like, oh my gosh, okay, how am I gonna how am I gonna talk to this person? You know, or what? What if this person's pissed off when I call them? Or you know, what if you know what if I whatever might happen. But if you never dial the phone and you're just picking up and be like, hey, what's going on? Sam? Yeah. Hey, what are you doing today? Oh, great. You know, whatever you're selling, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. But if you never flex that skill, you never get into it. And then internally, your your mind's just going to mess you up anyways. Just yeah. Just like, oh, shoot, I sound horrible. I shouldn't be doing podcasts. Yeah. You know, I, I need to change my voice. So I'll be like, welcome to Utah. This is Marcelino Romero. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and so, so and it's like, what are you, Casey Kasem? What the yeah. hell's wrong with you? you know? Yeah, exactly. And what's really interesting, too, is like you were mentioning uh, the internal dialogue that you have with yourself before you engage in unknown territory. Yeah. That is the only known territory that you ever know. Like, that, like it's stepping into the unknown is that territory in the, in the sense of like you have this dialogue of, oh, what, what would happen if, if this interaction went bad? Like that's so overstimulating because you're thinking about an unknown thing that has yet to like manifest yeah, in, yeah. in a sense, like to be experienced. Right. And so like yeah. when you, when you first, so, so is that, is that what you're talking about? Like going back into the, going back into the mindset. And so when you're going to go into something, you know, say for instance, you know, you're, you're going to walk in and, and the, and the first time that you set, you know, your, your spouting jar into a, into a restaurant or into, into a store. Right. And so if, if you have the internal dialogue of like, I can't wait until they say yes, you know, I'm so excited for them to see this jar and, you know, to see what this can actually do and how this can help their lives versus like, oh man, what if they don't want to sell it? You know, if you, you know, and I say, I think, and, and with your internal dialogue, it's going to come out in the, your presentation, the way that you're going to talk to them and everything else, because uh, you know, that's what it is. You know, you're just manifesting that that new reality that 
you know, like you said, that hasn't even come about yet. But if you're already projecting it as it's going to be a positive experience, it's going to be fantastic. Like, hey, look, I love your thing, but I'm not the person that has to decide it's another person. But wow, you know, versus like, oh, man, they didn't want to set, they didn't want to buy any sprouting jar, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So I, I think that um, everybody, you know, that's going into a different position like that, I, I, I think that that's where you, you, know, you do your, you, you learn daily affirmations, you learn to be more, you know, present with yourself and just being content with yourself, whether it be your voice or whatnot. Yeah. You know, and then I think that's a, I, I think that would change a lot of people's um, hesitation and or procrastination of moving forward into different realms. Yes. If they could just get that internal dialogue of like, hell, the worst thing that can happen to anything is they say no. Yeah. That's the worst thing. It, it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, it, you know, if I'm going, if I'm like a, a door-to-door salesman, you know, I mean, yeah, obviously there is some other thing, you know, maybe they might physical violence or whatever might happen. But in the end, if you're just, if you're coming to him as a human, talking to another human about something that you're, you're really, you know, you really are excited about, the worst is going to be like, wow, I'm glad you're excited, but it's not doing anything for me. Oh, great, man. Do you know if anybody that would? You yeah. Know? Yeah, it might not be. You might just be a beef eater, dude. It's okay. Beef and potatoes. I got a grandpa just like him. You know, that's all he eats. Beef and potatoes. You yeah. Try to give him a salad and smack him upside the head. I think the depth. Like, there's <clears throat> a huge thing about being positive about an outcome before you engage in it. But I guess um, another point that I was trying to, to articulate was um, the first time that you approach someone, it's going to be extremely overstimulating. Uh, you're, the the internal dialogue that you have is. Uh, you're thinking of like the worst possible case scenario because that's like the only familiar territory that you've known because every time that you've tried to do something, you talk yourself out of it by by thinking of that worst scenario possible, right? And then that's your familiar territory. And so as, as soon as you do it once, it can still be very over, overwhelming and you, you can like get caught up, but you you've now stepped a little bit further outside of known territory and taken action. And so now that taking action is now incorporated into your territory of, of known reality. Right. Right. And so the more that you do that, it's still going to be overstimulating the next time you, you have to do that. Like things are still going to be scary, but like scary in taking action is now incorporated into your known territory. Mm. And then on top of that, like continuing to be positive, positive affirmations that that makes those exchanges more successful and more successful. But I, I truly yeah. feel that like the fear, the vulnerability will never go away. It's just how you develop a relationship with it while taking action. Well, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, it doesn't, I, I just don't think that it's as, as pronounced. You know, it's not as dominant as like when you first start out because I, there's going to be a point when whatever your, your interactions, if you know, whatever career that you, you move forward on or, or, you know, whether it be sales, whether it be whatever it might be. But the more time that you're actually engaging in that thing, it, your brain, that, that little fear thing, it, it's not a longer lesson thing. It's like, going, oh, here comes the thing. But I, I feel that um, the more engagements that you actually have, the, the more excited you actually get about the engagement. Because, you're, you know, and so the, the fear of what are they going to say turns into like, I can't wait to hear what they have to say because I'm going to be able to, you know, not like you know, trick them or anything else, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be able to understand what their real pain is. And I'm so excited to be able to help them, whatever the pain is. So, yes. so then you're going to switch from the fear of like, well, what if they don't like it to like, 
wow, I can't wait to talk to them so I can see if there's any way that I can actually, you know, increase, you know, their, their, their personal, their, their space or you know, yeah. where, where they're at right now, you know, how, how is that guy can improve their situation? Yeah. And so you get excited about it. So it's like, oh, here's another one I get to help. Here's another one I get to help. You yeah. Know? But that's <laughs> only after you've developed the habit of being comfortable, being uncomfortable talking to people. Right. And now, and once you've done that enough times, now, now it becomes a habit. And now the body has yeah. become the mind. So you're no, now you're going into these new situations and in your default habit, isn't what, what's, what's the worst thing that's going to happen. Your default habit is, uh, I'm comfortable talking to people. Yeah. And now you're, you're focused on a new aim yeah. and that new aim is helping people. But I guess what I'm mentioning is like when you're first starting to develop a habit of, of talking to people or recording yourself or doing anything, it's still going to be challenging, but the more you do it, the easier and easier it's going to become because the more familiar that is. And then once that thing has become so familiar that it's now known territory, now it's a completely, it's a habit. Now yeah. it just functions that's automatically. The way, that's the only way you can, you can change a habit is to, is to replace it with another habit. Yes, exactly. And stuff. And so, I mean, that Ogmondino and the greatest salesman on earth, you know, that's in the greatest salesman in the world. That's why he, he focuses on it. like the only way you can change a habit is to create it is to, is to override it with another habit and create that new habit. Yes. And so, so the habit of Marcelino mm -hmm. recording himself, right? Like, yeah. It just becomes a new habit. And just like, becomes okay, a new habit. And then it's like, okay, well, what's the, what's the next habit? Okay. Well, he's going to be, you know, doing, you know, doing podcasts or doing zoom meetings and doing everything else. And then it's just like, okay, whatever. It's just a zoom meeting. Hey, everybody, I can see all, Hey, you need, you know, John, whatever you need to turn your thing on. Okay, good. You know? Yeah. And then, and then it just becomes a, a normal thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I was, and that's yeah. with like constant maintenance. It's like a, it's a lifestyle choice, and like yeah. you have to continue to do that because if if you just stopped recording yourself for a couple of years, now that that not recording yourself is going to be the familiar territory, again. and then again, yeah. yeah, and then and then like, and then you start again, and then it's vulnerable, <laughs> and then you, you stop the same thoughts, right? Because right? like those but, are default. Hopefully, the process will go by. It's like, hopefully, it'll go by <laughs> a little bit easier because you've already developed a relationship <laughs> with it for sure. But like, uh, yeah, like that's the thing is like everything is just constant maintenance. It's a lifestyle. So like the habits that you want, you have to continue to do those habits for them to be a habit. And so yeah. like, if you stop choosing to live that lifestyle, then those habits go how, along. Kind how, of with how, how long do you think it takes to create a habit? Um, I've heard like 22 days. I, I would think like roughly like two months to, to, to create a habit. If you're, if you're doing the same thing at the same time every day, yeah. religiously for like to, 22 to, to days, make right? it, to make it just a muscle memory, yeah. you know, you'd, I, I agree with you. I think I think it's sixty days of just like that is the schedule. That is what you're doing. It doesn't matter. Rain, shine, sick. It doesn't matter. You're just doing that. You know. Yeah. And you know, not to make your life mundane or anything else, but you're going to get so familiar with everything else, and then it's going to come in. And and uh, yeah, I, I th I'm so excited to listen to the the first podcast that I I did versus you know the one that I just barely did. You know. Yeah. Today. And I've just seen just, just your, see. your personal progression just in the little videos that you've made, like from the first time that you started making videos, like the first for Gina's house, those yeah. first little videos, the first few videos that you made during Gina's house, uh, you were a lot more self-conscious about like, oh, I don't know if I said that right. Like you really need to help me pick out the, the perfect nah. picture for this. Um, cause it, in the beginning of anything, uh, your feelings about it is a direct reflection of your self-worth, I think. Nah. And at that time, cause it wasn't familiar. It was kind of vulnerable. And so like the more feedback that you could get, the better, but was like now Gina's house or, or it was just Gina's house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I and then like, just the, like, well, cause you did like five or six videos that week. 
Yeah. In the first video, it was like that. The the very first one you were, you, you were like doubting yourself a little bit, which makes sense. Cause like it's, it's a new thing. But like by the time you did the sixth video, you were a different Marcelino then. Like you weren't like completely different, but like it got easier and easier every video and you felt more and more comfortable every video. And like, yeah, it it, it was crazy just to see that, that personal growth and like the two week time frame of making those little videos. Like it's crazy. Yeah, that is. Cool. Yeah, that's funny. And no, and then when you're looking at yourself like in, on the screen, you're like, man, is my hair really like that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> the whole little thing is like, this is kind of weird. And this is the thing too is like, we think it's so unique to our own personal experience that we hate ourselves. But every single person has this part of themselves that judges themselves. We're, well, I guess what I'm saying is like, we're our worst judge. It's not that we walk around. We're like, I hate myself. Yeah, we're but our we walk around. Critique. Yeah, we're our biggest like, critic. Yeah. We're our biggest critic, and so like that's when I when I mention hate ourselves is is that this over analyzation of our behavior that's that's <laughs> that verges on being ridiculous. Yeah, like because you really oh does my hair look like that? Like that's being overcritical. Like yeah. that's just you. Like yeah. you look like a person. Like <laughs> you're fine. No one else watching the video would think those same thoughts. I know. every <laughs> single human living, I believe. <laughs> is overcritical to that point. And, and that's what I mention when I say hate myself. I don't, I don't hate myself. I love myself, right. but I do find myself being overly critical about things that don't really matter, you know, right, right, <laughs> that right. because we are our own biggest critic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is funny. That is funny. And I, and, I, and it's like, if you're, if, you know, the more familiar that I get with doing the videos and, and doing these podcasts, it just has to be, who, who you are, you know, I mean, and, and so if you're evolving during that time, they'll see it, you know, your, your audience will see it, you'll be able to, um, you know, you, you'll be able to, I don't, I don't know what to say, anyway, it'll just look more natural versus the whole little stage crap, you know, that's out there. You know, if, I, if it's just like an instantaneous, like, boom, hey, man, no kidding, I just saw this, you know, the emotion will be there, the, you know, the energy, everything else is going to be there. And I feel that, you know, the, the message that you're trying to actually, you know, provide for whatever audience, you know, that's going to listen to your watch or whatever, they're going to be more receptive to it because it doesn't seem like it's a, oh, look, he's reading from a script. So it's like, wow, you know, he just he's just being real. He's just hanging out there like, wow, you know, hey, I was going to talk to you. Whoa, look at that. Man, my hair is all messed up today. Hey, anyways, this is what, you know, yeah, and, exactly. and just accepting it. And I was uh, I was actually talking to your uh, talking to your little brother the other day. When he, he had that thing going on with his neck, right? You know, and, yeah. And I was teasing him, like going, "You know what you got to do is you just got to call out the elephant in the room before anybody else does, and then you're not gonna feel bad." You know, you just walk in there and it's like, "Hey, you know, whoever you're talking to or whatever," and it's like, "Man, the craziest thing happened to me today. I was doing this, and man, it looks like I just got you know attacked by a leech monster or whatever." You know, yeah. And if you bring the elephant out in the room, then nobody else can be like, oh, sh- what's going on over there? Shay, why does he got that? Sh-? You know, yeah. if you just walk in there, whatever it might be, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm there, man, I look at this. I tried, you know, I, I tried to learn how to cut my own hair and, and I ended up just shaving this big old bald spot in the back of my yeah. head. And he's like, you know, it's an experience, but at least I tried, you know. There's really something about like steering into vulnerability that is so humane. Like you were mentioning earlier about Dave Chappelle talking uh, and like him embracing his his voice. Um, and using it and using it to his advantage. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, like when you steer into your vulnerability, no one can use it against you. 
And then in, you don't in, feel there's no shame. There, it's yeah. like it eliminates the shame because it, it's like because you've taken accountability for it. Yeah. Because yeah. like if you didn't, like you walk in and then this being said, Caden has acne on his neck and he used this medication, this little acne sucker, and it looked like he had a bunch of uh, hickeys on his neck. And so people are going to notice that you have this like hickey looking thing on your neck. And, and if you walk in ashamed about it, that there's like some energy that you're bringing to that thing. And yeah, so yeah. someone's going to mention it. Right. Yeah, but yeah. if you come in and you're like, yeah, look at what happened. Like, this is silly. <laughs> right. Like people have been there before. Cause like, we're all, everybody's been in a situation where they felt where they did, or they felt something stupid. And, yeah. and then, so now it's just, it's not like a, Ooh, it's a like, wow, I can relate, man, dude, that sucks, you know, or whatever. So exactly. the whole vibe, you know, kind of completely changes and everything else. And it, it, that is funny. Cause I, and, and I think that if, if people are, are more aware of that, yeah, then it's nothing, you know, like, Oh, Hey, you know, it's like, you know what? I was lazy over the weekend and I forgot to do the laundry. So I'm wearing two different socks. Yeah. You know, that's okay though. They're, they're clean still. Yeah. You know, whatever. You know? And then, then people are like, Oh, Hey, just, he didn't do laundry. I've never, I've never had that problem where I forgot to do laundry. Bullshit. You know? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> people are going to give it conscious attention either way. So you might as well shed light on like, I'm a human. Yeah, it is. it's a fine thing. That's yeah. Good. Well, and especially cause like if you're going into it with the energy of like, I'm ashamed about this thing. I wore two different socks today. Like you're bringing that conscious energy into whatever environment you're in. And that does have an effect on the way that other people think about it. Oh yeah. Like, and well, so that, if you go that, in, that pushes the emotional intelligence all the way. Cause your voice, your demeanor, everything else. When as soon as you walk in there, people are going like, there's something wrong. There's something yes. different. Tonality, body language yeah, is like every. the biggest thing, right? And so like <laughs> people are going to pick up on that. And like, even if you're like subconsciously trying to suppress something, you're showing it like yeah. you're playing your cards. Like mm-hmm. you can either be like live in abundance or scarcity, like fear or like love, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Well, this is a great time. What do you, what do you think of this, this setup here? I really like this setup. It's like great. I said, it feels very familiar. It is like still very new territory. I've noticed I've been like sweating a lot. Oh, yeah. uh, and I'm just having a conversation with you. <laughs> like this is unknown territory, but uh, it feels familiar. It feels, it feels nice. Well, great. Well, let's uh, let's stop this, and we'll uh, we'll come back, and uh, I, I can't wait to have some more conversations with you. Yeah, and bringing in you know your your friends and everything else, and let's just that should be us. I'm very excited about that. If you enjoyed this episode. Please support us by leaving a comment or sharing this episode with a friend or two. This really helps us get noticed in the algorithm. For more content, please follow our website at vabasta.com or you can find us on many social media sites. Thank you so much for your time. I hope the day treats you well and always remember to be present for you are alive.